Hey everyone, welcome back to Elevator Pitch. My name's Cody. I'm Tim. And uh, you know, uh, you're not you're not gonna do welcome. it. Welcome. Oh yeah, you were you talk you you do the thing. Where no, you're but like, that's the that's the that's the thing. You gotta you gotta interrupt and invite them on the elevator. Oh, welcome to the elevator, all rickety. I don't know why all these TV and movie execs keep getting on this thing with us, but for some reason they still do. Yeah, because we're still doing this. This is episode eight. Eight. I think eight. I think eight. Ten. I think. No, I think it's eight. We have double digits. We're not double digits. We're not double digits. I'm pretty sure you were. I think. I think we were both right, and it's eight. All right. Well, it's not one, and it's not ten. So it's somewhere in the middle. Yes. I think it's eight. I think it's eight. Anyway, welcome back to the elevator. I'm Tim. This is Cody. Yep. We, we, we do elevator pitches, but not really because an elevator pitch is only supposed to be like a minute long. That's a joke. The elevator broke down. Now you got to listen to <laughs> us talk for who knows how long. Unless 30 minutes? Want, hour and 30 well, minutes? Unless you want to stop the podcast. But don't do that. I mean, That's that, lame. That'll hurt my feelings, but it's it fine. I mean, I, wouldn't, I won't know. I might know. I might. Next no, we know. We know. Yeah, we'll know. We'll we know. have metrics. Yeah. We look at them. We look at them all the time. I'm looking at them right now. <laughs> uh yeah look hey welcome to the chaos is the show yes. this one's probably going to be another chaotic one probably chaotic maybe a little short um but they don't we said it last to... time and we definitely went like an hour 15 yeah but that's still shorter is it i mean we've had a couple that pushed okay, well, two the Star, hours the Star Wars one i feel like that was the one that like we were both like no we gotta do this one we gotta do this right justice justice you know what i mean not even right, because there's really no wrong answer to what uh, we're doing. Uh, wow. Uh, you you could have a whole uh, you could have a whole arc in your movie about Finn and Rose, and ultimately leads to nowhere for Listen, an hour. I didn't make that movie. I know. I'm just saying, but that would have been not right. It would have been pointless and uh, not right, and ultimately just a waste of my time and money. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of justice, um, we're gonna be making sequels. Or pitching sequels to uh, a movie that starred Justice Smith, amongst others. Um, Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. It's D and D. I'm not gonna do that. No, don't do that. That's copyrighted. To blah blah yeah. blah. Travis, don't yeah. don't come at yeah, us. Yeah. I mean, if you want Sorry. if you want chat, buddy, like let's we could talk, but uh, don't don't. Sorry, I've watched too much CR recently. Yeah, Tim's been in a Tim's been in a rabbit hole of yeah. uh, of campaign two, which is great. Yeah. I, uh, anyway, I need to get I need to get back on the campaign three wagon. Uh, you um, do. We talked about this many times. Yeah, I feel like you're not gonna do it. No, no, I'm going to. I, I legitimately plan to. I just I, like I keep about it a lot. I keep getting distracted. I keep getting distracted. I keep yeah, getting distracted. Fair. Every time I try, I'm like, all right, today's the day. I'm gonna get back into campaign three, and then something else happens, and I'm like, all right. I'll get there. <laughs> Today's the day. Today's the day. And then something else happens. And I'm like, all right. No, 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 no. Today, today's really, today, today's, oh, okay. Day one with Alzheimer's. Yeah. Day one with Alzheimer's. <laughs> uh, it's, not, it's not funny if you got all, well, if you got all, you probably don't remember that joke. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I have, I have family members. It's not, I'm definitely getting it. I'm definitely getting it. <laughs> You have doomed yourself. 
You have it right now. You're I've just taking right about stuff. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to Elevator Pitch. Uh, I'm oh, wait. I've already done this. Um, so we're going to be talking about sequels to Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves. If you haven't seen it, I'll try it. Well, mm, I, eh, there's probably going to be spoilers from that movie. Um, yeah, you're doing the... Yeah, you're going yeah, to talk, I'm gonna have to talk, talk about it. I'm going to try and talk vague, but it's probably not going to be vague at all. Like, I'm going to be like, yeah, so Kalorin dies. Like, is she, like that, that's how vague I'm going to be. Um, <laughs> so, and, then they, and then he murdered Han Solo. And then he murdered Han Solo. Fun fact, uh, off-topic off tangent, uh, I was working the opening of uh, Force Awakens, and I think me and Steven were both, like, in the lobby. Even and some dude, had some dude came out. Uh, talking near I think it, it I think it was me him and Cooper maybe I can't remember but uh, guy came out and he's like I can't believe he was Han Solo's son and then he just kills Han Solo and I was like I'm I'm gonna kill that guy yeah that's why I'm glad I got a chance to see it beforehand uh, um, anyway, anyway this movie stars Chris Pine uh, Michelle Rodriguez uh I don't know how to say this game. This guy's name, Reggae Jean Page. Sure. I don't know. Uh, Justice Smith, Sophia Lillis, Hugh Grant, Chloe Coleman, Daisy Head. It's either Heat or Head. I think it's Head. Um, it's H E D. Yeah, H E A D. H E A D. Yeah, Heat. It's Head. Man. Head. I know. How, no, how I know. How do you spell Head? Okay. How do you spell Reed? How do you spell Red? Oh my god. All right, keep going. Keep going. We're not going to have a linguistic I'm I'm just right saying now. people say their names weird. That is true. Okay. You know why is it Arkansas and not Arkansas? You know, Colonel, no R. No, Colonel doesn't even look like Colonel no, anyway. It so, I'm just this saying this isn't logistics pitch. No, but I'm also just saying I wasn't I'm not like out of my like realm of like I'm for sake of brevity, sorry if I'm watching too much critical role. Uh we'll just go ahead. Yeah. Um anyway, this movie's pretty great. It's uh it's basically just a really classic D and D story. It's a it's you get a bunch of random adventurers, some of them sort of know each other. They there there's a handful that don't, but I guess they all still like one way or another people know each other in this movie, except for like the paladin. Um Yeah. Which, by the way, honestly, in my opinion, he was the coolest character, and I was sad he wasn't around he was that much. The, one of the coolest characters, and he was literally just a side NPC. I know. I was kind of honestly a little disappointed in that. Yeah. Well, she um, was around a little bit more. Yeah, he's coming back in mind. Um, so uh, essentially, it's they're, they're a group of thieves. One of them betrays the group um, with an evil witch that just wants to like murder everybody to take power i guess yeah become like a lich lord almost i don't even know how to i don't kind of want to bring they kind of doing it to bring back this god evil demon god thing that's sort of vecna it was vecna but not vecna yeah i don't remember his name but it was like back it like the whole entire time like why don't you just go the vecna route like i know they just did it in stranger things and it's kind of like the popular evil bad guy at D at the moment but like if you're gonna do it just do it yeah just do it anyway it was a really fun 
representation of what a D&D campaign is like where it's like it wasn't non-stop action it was a lot of like they they were very good at showing how D&D was like like failed roles and stuff like there were there were moments where like like they're trying to talk to like the the corpses to try and find information yeah. about that helmet and you're like oh cool y'all are y'all are rolling real poor on this mm. and it was very evident that like oh cool like that first guy they questioned y'all rolled nat once several times in a row or didn't ask the right questions yeah or didn't like that but that's what i'm saying like your your intelligence roles were failing like there's yeah. there were several moments of like ah oh, you you barely you barely squeaked that one out like it was yeah. it was good it was real good they were very the fact that they had to like go through everybody in order to do it like yep. it was it was very much like a how a dm would run something like, well that guy only knows that information so you gotta go to that guy you gotta go to that guy and then yeah they took you the wrong person so i gotta go back to that other guy yeah no it was great it was absolutely the best yeah. uh they handled all the magical items very well and how how like you know like the <laughs> Uh, just like they needed to take a rest and like you know they needed to do this and like he had to attune to the helmet like there was like just little things I was like the, this is the helmet thing I thought was awesome that was very good that was very good and that character uh, I know I so when it comes to d and I've only played a few times but I do know that that character um, that Justice Smith plays his great great grandfather was it i can't remember if it was two greats or not his ancestor one his, one his ancestor in the helmet uh is an actual D D character like it's an actual oh, like, like, a lore, like a, yeah like it's yeah. a it's an actual lore character okay that's cool um so i thought that was interesting because i watched some of the behind the like scenes and like actor studio stuff um it was a lot of fun um but i overall they they handled a D D movie very well and so I'm sure they'll make a sequel. They have they have infinity of content. You know what I'm saying? Like they can just Well the beauty about D and D and this kind of pitch is that you can literally do almost anything. anything. Yeah. So and that's that's the gist of that movie. And so to basically sort of hop into the pitches, I'm gonna be going first. Yeah. Um I'm testing a theory, which is what we we're just referencing which is that you can take i won't say anything because i'm sure someone will prove me wrong um you can take Most almost anything and mm -hmm. in media and turn it into a D, D campaign like you can i could pretty much like you can't see it on the camera right now but i have a wall of movies over here um i could walk over and just sort of close my eyes and point and then make a D, &D campaign out of whatever i land on um not necessarily a full-blown campaign but like a one-shot it'd be real easy to do yeah uh and that's usually what i tell people when when they're like i've never gotten into D, &D. i kind of want to like do a one-shot with some friends and they're like you know, i don't know what to do and i don't want to just do like one that's like just a little module or something that like everybody's done and i'm like okay do you like zelda do you do you like mario I'm like take oh. it pull from there take that story and pull monsters from dd there you go it's just like um as far as like character creation goes didn't you build link in mm -hmm. D, D beyond i did i i played as link in uh in a discord D, &D uh nice. campaign it was a lot of fun the the dm was really um 
willing to work with me even though it was ridiculous because like I, <laughs> I i i basically like shoehorned in like a like a sheikah slate and stuff like that like it, it was it was weird but i, I made it work and it yeah. was a lot of fun so i still i still have that link character on my phone on, on my D D beyond um but yeah i i think you can sort of make a one-shot D out of any movie or game so that's what i'm gonna do and I'm, I'm not going to just straight up tell you, but I think it'll be really obvious what I'm doing. I think it'll be really obvious. Okay. Um, and it's not Fast and Furious. If, you, if you've if you watched this or listened to this podcast, you know that like we joke all the time about, like, it's family. Like It's um, going to happen in one of these episodes. One of these days it's going to happen. And I was real tempted because Mr. Rodriguez is in these movies. And I was like, I can just make it Fast and Furious. But and they're just going to do airship racing. I'm not, I didn't do that. Ah! I didn't do that. But I'm just saying. Can you can you drift on a horse? No, it was be airships. It would like legitimately I was, if I was going to do it, it'd be airships. I was just. But if you've watched a Bollywood movie, you can absolutely drift on a horse. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> Guys, we can have a whole conversation about Guys, Bollywood movies. If you haven't watched Bollywood movies, don't, do, don't sleep on them, man. Do, They're ridiculous, you, but like do, in the best ways. Do yourself a favor and go watch some Bollywood. Go watch a couple Bollywood. They're so Go watch good. Kim Bakdish. Yeah. Oh my God. Kim Bakdish. <laughs> Look, not to. <laughs> we're going so out, out like <laughs> off the rails on a crazy train here. Yeah. Uh, Kim Bakdish. I'm not going to spell it for you. Um, is a phenomenal movie about a stuntman that falls in love with a doctor, and uh, the stuntman just wants to be like Rambo. He just wants to be. He just wants to be Sylvester Stallone's body double so bad and yeah. uh spoiler alert sylvester stallone shows up in the movie because the whole movie takes place in la for whatever reason and um sylvester stallone for no reason beats the snot out of a bunch of random thugs like he rips <laughs> he rips a parking meter out of the ground it is so ridiculous yeah you need anyway. to see it uh so anyway watch some bollywood films they're go actually watch pretty some good bollywood films they're amazing all right uh so my my pitch should be pretty simple uh and quick um essentially we're gonna take our main cast minus hugh grant because he was the baddie and he he spoiled again i'm as subtle as a as a battleship well, driving spoiler alert yeah. if you haven't watched dungeons and dragons honor among thieves uh he, he dies horribly no i'm just kidding he uh he he's in jail at the end of the movie um which i think is funny but yeah. We're going to take our main cast, which is Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, uh, Justice Smith, Sophia Lillis, and Chris Pine's daughter. And I guess Michelle Rodriguez is like adopted daughter. Yeah. Uh, Kira, Chloe Coleman. Um, and then I'll, I'm going to end up bringing the, the paladin back in at a later point. Um, so essentially, I think we'll just open up with like our, our character's being thieves because like i don't think they ever straight up said in the movie like all right we're never doing this again yeah they yeah. i think he just wanted to be a better dad so yeah they never it was very vague on whether or not they're gonna keep being thieves at right the end. i think um it's one of those things where it's like in the D D world like being a thief is kind of a profession as long yeah. as you don't get caught yeah like how adventuring parties are technically you're murderers 
You just get paid for it. <laughs> You're just murder hobos. Um, but they also like sort of heavily implied that like Chris Pine's character would go back to that like order of people. Uh, right, 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 right. I can't right. remember what they were called. The order of people. I, I don't know. It was some kind of like secret like police like the, force. I, like, yeah, it was just like like the templars or something like that yeah it was i like i I don't even yeah it was it was an interesting but he's a bard um he's a bard he's a bard kind of he's also kind of like a fighter i think he's he's like a fight a fighter bard multi-class multi-classes yeah uh machado is just straight up barbarian just straight up barbarian i the only thing i would have liked to have seen different in that movie uh is like they could have cgi'd her up if she when she was raging yeah uh but that's that's really it um so anyway we're gonna have all them um same same cast uh and we'll just we'll just start on like some sort of narration of chris pine like recapping events and like telling where the gang's been dude what you need to do in is bring in michael pena (laughs) and have him just all right this is what happened (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I like that but anyway you didn't do that that's no fine. i didn't do that uh that's great though that's um the next D movie <laughs> yeah uh so no we'll just have chris pine just sort of give a recap like any dm would um of you know the story so far basically where they're at we'll we'll touch on like they're 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 trying to do good so they're still like sort of Robin Hooding for people, uh, and like fighting corruption, but they're still stealing on the side for themselves. Like they're thieves; they're good at it. They're not going to stop. But like they're they're trying to do better, yeah, than they were doing. Um, and then I think we'll we'll have like I don't want them to get caught. I think we the, we did that in the first movie. There's no need to do it again. Um, I think we have the paladin show back up and tell them that he has a quest for them. Yeah. And the quest is that a, an eccentric like sorcerer um, is is building some kind of preserve on an island and he's been using he's been gathering a bunch of different magic users to to accomplish this but he's been resurrecting like long forgotten monsters and like really dangerous creatures and keeping them in pins on this island yeah and he i guess wants to invite people to see these creatures but in like a safe way i don't know <laughs> It's Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's Jurassic Park. <laughs> so <laughs> you got like two cents in this bitch. It's Jurassic Park. It's Jurassic Park. It's hundred percent Jurassic Park. All right, so, uh, but the like the the problem. I how you went. Like you paused and you went, but in a safe way. But in a safe way. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's really what gave you away, man. Oh, I, I was trying. Put it in a safe way. Uh, but anyway, so they uh, he, the, 
the paladin's worried that like these this guy's like way over his head he doesn't know what he's doing he doesn't think the guy's evil or that like anyone's like taking advantage of him he thinks he's just like way out of his depth so he he secured invitations to the island under like false identities for for himself and our our party and so they're they're gonna go to i don't know what i'm gonna call it they're they, they, they're gonna go to Jurassic park so yeah they go the airship because uh i think airships are cool mm-hmm. um and they airships get there really- they get there and we're gonna see a lot of like hippogriffs and griffins and stuff like flying around like hippogriffs yeah that's a D monster okay yeah um, I just thought that was a hit made up Harry Potter thing. No, that's a it's an actual was it Hey, oh cool. Yeah. Learned something new today. Um I have uh I have my monster book up on my computer. Um, I mean I, I should know everything exists in the D D world. Yeah. Um But like it's it's essentially an unaligned creature. Like it's not evil, it's not it's not good, it's just don't mess with it and it won't mess with you kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so you'll see hippogriffs, griffins flying around. Um, I think there will be some actual dinosaurs because dinosaurs are in the monster book. Um, just roaming around, just roaming mm-hmm. around, and they get there and they're greeted by the eccentric, you know, sorcerer or whatever. And instead of doing the whole like laboratory, like oh, you know, we found dinosaur. DNA and, and Amber like it's just gonna be like you know like myself and my group of insert creepy ass cast of like necromancers and and forbidden sorcerers it's just like just a real like I think you can comedically do it where like everyone's like like the room is like real bright and vibrant and they're like yeah me and my team brought them back and then you pan over and it's like dark and decrepit and evil it's like shit looking yeah and it's like oh god and you just you just see some like like a little like baby beholders like hanging out over in, in the in a little oh god yeah like it's gonna be it's gonna get it's gonna go bad real fast oh it's gonna go, oh so bad i mean it's Jurassic park uh so go the, check out my beholders guys yeah. in a safe way in, in a, a safe, safe way, way. <laughs> so uh it's essentially just gonna be like them like in like a horse-drawn carriage going around this zoo um and so I think to pay homage to Jurassic Park, they're going to go buy, like, the T-Rex pin. It'll be one of the first they go. And when they get there, you know, like, they have, like, a goat sitting out, right? Just like they did in the movie. And nothing's going to show up. And they're like, all right, well, what's going on? And then I think we have something... It's hard. It's it's hard for me to think like because there's it's high fantasy, so like there's electricity, but not in the same way. Yeah. Uh, there is. There is. Like it's always weird because like there's really no time frame in in the D and D world. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, it's like a mixture. It's a mixture of all different eras. It's like Final Fantasy like fourteen. Like it's high fantasy, so like there's there's obviously like automatons and. I think I think they used to play with it's play with magic. Yeah. Um. So I, I think, think they even make you make fun of that in Critical Role. Like, can't you just magic it? And yeah. <laughs> so I think instead of like the cars breaking down, I think the horses like 
get spooked and mm. break away from the carriages. So the carriages are just sitting there. And then we'll have like the host sit use like message of sending to like Chris Pine and be like, ah, we're having some difficulties. Uh we'll get you some new horses. We'll get you some new horses. Don't worry, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. And then like they're like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Because this is this is D and D. So like they have to investigate, right? So they're gonna they're gonna look around. They're gonna they're gonna get out of the cars and they're gonna look around and then the closer they inspect the uh, the pin where the T Rex is supposed to be, they see like half of the T Rex like carcass. Mm-hmm. That thing's dead because this isn't Jurassic Park. <laughs> uh, and then they're they're gonna see. Well, they're they're gonna they're gonna hear like some some like growling and uh, like, yeah. what's that and then you, the ground's gonna start shaking and then I'm gonna have and I'm probably gonna butcher a lot of these names a boulette ah uh, B- yes b-u-l-e-t-t-e mm-hmm. it's a massive predator that terror, uh, terrorizes any land it inhabits and it's also called a land shark and it basically looks like a turtle shark yeah it's hard to explain um but it's it's a large monstrosity is what it's classified as um and so i think that'll probably be one of the final things they have to fight but i I think i'm going to emphasize like the idea that they try it doesn't go well and one of the red shirts that also came with them is gonna die horribly yeah. Um, and then they're going to be like, you know, we should run. And they're going to run because in D&D, you don't always fight. Sometimes you run. Yeah. And so they're going to have to run through this park. And I think they're going to come across a lot of different things. Like um, I think they come across like a, a water area that has like an abolith, which is like a, a, prim- a primordial monster. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a. I don't even know what to call it. It's a giant squid thing with like rows of teeth and like three eyes. It's creepy looking. Um, we'll say they don't actually have to fight that. Yeah. But they do have to fight a Behir. So a Behir is like a lizard snake with a bunch of legs. Interesting. Okay. And it's a really big thing. Um, but we'll say between all of them, they, 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 they work their magic, so to speak, and they, they kill it, right? Yeah. Um, I think this time around, I want to actually show off like the capabilities of a bard. Okay. Like I want them to That's like smart because they, they kind of did a little like minor yeah, image, but not really, point. right? So like yeah. I kind of want them to show off what inspiration would look like. So I want them to get like, just be getting their asses handed in by this thing because it's it's a huge monster. Yeah. Uh, and I want them to be like, we like, what do we do? Yeah, yeah. I really want him to pull out that loot and just start jamming. Yeah. Like full Scanlan style, like just going to town. Like when they did the rage song when they were doing the killbox episode. Yes. Yes. So, I want some of that. I want some of that, and then just like. 
visually i want to see something where like everyone just like i don't know if you do it where like they all just kind of like heal a little bit where they like they have visible wounds on them that just close up and they're just like you know or something or they all just I think that's kind of how it works in D D anyway yeah some, so something like that just visually that you can see like fuck yeah let's do this and they just get up and like go for it and then i also want to have uh sophia's character the the druid do something other than wild shape yeah that's really all she, she did. dumped all of her stats in wild shape and that look that's fine it was cool but for the actress's sake watching like some of the interviews she was barely in the movie yeah and thinking back on it she's barely in the movie because her character is cg'd it's just in different animals and like she even talked about it one day like when the poster came out it's all of them in the owl bear she's not even on the poster of the movie oh that's a shame i thought her character was really fun character's great character's great but she really didn't do a whole lot so this time around i think her and justice smith's character are like at this point they're like married let's just let's just let's just do the thing they're married uh because they 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 hinted at like a a relationship sparking at the end i think this movie takes place like two years down the road they're married uh and she's doing more druidy things okay so she's doing like controlling plants and and like i do want to see someone where she's talking to plants or trees yeah i think striding would be nice yeah i think at some point she like straight up just like asked a tree something and i think we actually get a conversation with the tree and not just like not just like like vox mocking it right where you have keyleth like talking to something and like you don't actually hear it it's just like it's just like She's just talking to a plant, unless unless it's critical role you'd hear and, it. and critical role you'd hear it. So in this instance, I want the audience to actually hear it, but I I still want the shot of like everyone watching her, and it just looks like she's just talking to a tree. Yeah, where it's like she walks up and she's like, hey, and like touches the tree, and there's some like green like druidy magic that pulsates through it. And I'm gonna talk like I would be a change of right here, but like. In Vox Machina, when she talked to the Sun Tree, I so wanted Dude, the Sun Tree. Such a cool character. Sun Tree is just like a stoner. Hey, like, yeah, hey, it's so awesome. It's so good. Can't really hey, say key, much. Key. Yeah. I'm a tree. Because I'm a tree. <laughs> like, and I think I think we lead into that where she's just like, "Hey, yeah. man." He's like, "Oh, hey." Nobody oh. really stops to talk to me. Hey. <laughs> what can you tell me about these creatures? Ah, not much. I'm a tree. I'm a tree. <laughs> Like and I, and I think we get uh what's his face that voiced Olaf uh, to do the voice of the tree. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, I think he's. I, fu- I, th- I I can't remember his name. Save my life. But he's funny Josh as hell. Something. Josh something. He's funny as hell. He's funny yeah. as hell. And I feel like just hit like I, I don't know. I'm a tree. <laughs> I kind of went that way. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I can't really point. Just I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what north and south is. Yeah. <laughs> Just is that a tree? Yeah, just some really just like like I don't know. I can't really help you, but like upbeat about all of it. Like I'm just yeah. happy to be here. I'm a tree. I'm just happy to have somebody talking yeah. to me. Sucks about Jeff. He got bowled over. Like <laughs> like just nonsense. And then you just see like you pan out and you see the whole gang just looking at her off in the distance, and she's just like laughing, talking to a tree, and everyone's just like. <laughs> 
like I, I like I think there's some good moments of Chris Pine just looking at us and like everything everything okay at home? <laughs> Every, everything good? Yeah, man. Why? Oh, no, no, no reason. No reason. No reason. <laughs> nope. No reason. <clears throat> like just real awkward silence. Like yeah, everything's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, like, I think we will continue. I think we'll see some more, some more monsters that they don't necessarily have to fight. Like, um, I think we can see a chimera. They don't have to fight a chimera. That would be a lot. Um, it's it's a lion with a goat and a dragon. Like, it's it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. I think we just we just see it. Um, I think we see. I think they'll they'll see and maybe kill a few cockatrice. Okay. Which are like demonic lizard chickens. Okay. Uh, so I think they get swarmed by those at some point, and we'll have Justice Smith do like a, like I don't know, like a firestorm and kill them all. Cause like I still want to play on the fact that he's still kind of bumbling, like he's still not like a fantastic wizard, yeah. but he's still a good like, <laughs> he's obviously better than the last movie. But he still lacks, like, some confidence. Yeah, we can't be level 20. Right. But, like, he's at a solid level 11. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, like... He's at some high-level spells. He got level 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'll bust out, like, a firestorm or something. I don't know. If that's not something you could do at that level, I don't know, bite me. Um, Take her ignorance is... Yeah. Hilarity. Uh, So we'll do that. Um, I think we'll... we'll, We'll see some some more dinosaurs. Like I think we can see like a plesiosaurus, which is, you know, it, it's just a it's just a, a like a water dinosaur. Um, we could probably see a triceratops. Um, actually, I, we will see a triceratops because that's going to lead into like the next monster they have to fight. Like you'll see a bunch of triceratops and then be like, "Wow, this is insane," and then uh, you'll see it like act like like it's spooked. And like it's like getting ready to charge up and they think it's gonna charge them, but then a gorgon's gonna charge out and they're gonna like the gorgon's gonna like plow through the triceratops. Cause if you don't know what a gorgon is, it's a giant metal bull, basically. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought a gorgon was like a like know, a Medusa. Medusa. Yeah, yeah. no. So uh, a gorgon is a large monstrosity. Um uh let's see horrific structure a uh, gorgon's iron plates range from steely black to gleaming silver uh but this natural armor uh is in no way hinders it mo- uh, its mobility uh it it like secretes oil to lubricate the armor um it it essentially like breathes like a, a noxious gas like it's it's a it's a very very formidable foe mm-hmm. um its actions it can gore uh it attacks with its hooves and it has a petrifying breath so it can yeah. it can petrify you and so they'll have to fight that and i think um i think we'll have a moment where like half the party gets petrified and it'll be like michelle rodriguez's time to shine and i uh-huh. think we'll I think we'll have Chris Pine give her inspiration and then I think we'll actually have her declare a rage Mm -hmm. and then CGI like veins pulsing and like, like actual rage. Yeah. Yeah. 
and then like I, I think we can maybe even like do something with the weapon like it affects her weapon like the like her axe like grows or something yeah. and then have her just like beat the shit out of this gorgon like that that'll be her big moment yeah and chris pines for because i don't think i want any like like i don't think there's a need for any like big character drama out no. in in our main group because we kind of had that right the first the, the movie's basically about chris pine trying they're, to, uh, they're a unit now it's kind of yeah. like how the first adventures movies there was a lot of infighting with yeah, them. yeah. Really not that anymore right so this is this is definitely more like we're a cohesive unit they yeah. still rag on each other there's still a lot of comedic like chick talking to the tree like it's gonna be funny it's gonna be yeah. real funny you know i think we'll even have some more like awkward sexual tension motion uh moments between michelle rodriguez and chris pine just like i could kiss you right now and she'd just be like if you do i'll kill you yeah like just like just like because she's real blunt she knows she's kind of like drax yeah but like yeah. she i think we have a lot of that and then i think um get over my head i yeah. would catch it i would catch it <laughs> uh i think we'll see some like we don't necessarily have to interact with them but i think we'll still see some blocks of slime you know oh yeah like a cube yeah, yeah. some oozes as they're called mm-hmm. um and then i think it'll all loop back around to the final the final boss so you think you think they're gonna fight the giant land shark um i think it'll all culminate sort of in the same way like Jurassic park does where like all the park staff basically dies yep and so the park staff being these crazy like warlocks and and necromancers and scientists whatever you know that they use to bring these things to existence like they'll be like ah we brought these things into into existence we can take them out and then like they'll go out and just get murked just obliterated and i think for fun we could probably cast some of the critical role people i mean yeah i'm just saying matt as like a creepy necromancer would be so good yeah so good um so i think we do that they die horribly and then you're just left with like the benefactor guy who's just like ah i just wanted to bring joy to people's lives yeah um and i think it culminates with them coming up against the bullet again the land shark and then they're like all right we can do this and then it just explodes and they have to fight a beholder yeah because i think a beholder should have been in the first movie yeah i mean it's like the cl- most classic of D monsters i mean besides a dragon yeah it's a beholder it's a beholder so i think you can have a really epic fight with a beholder using all of its eyes and um because like it, it can do so many different attacks yeah each of its eyes does a different thing like uh first of all whatever it's looking at cancels magic yeah whatever's looking at cancels magic yeah i think we actually show off some more lair actions mm-hmm. um let's see so we got uh, it's eye rays okay so it's got a charm ray paralyzing ray a fear ray a slowing ray mm-hmm. um innervation ray targeted creature must make a dc 16 concentrate uh or take necrotic damage failed save yeah uh telekinetic ray sleep ray petrification ray disintegration ray i think yeah, we, yeah. i think we had the benefactor get disintegrated sure 
Um, cause I want to, I want to show like most of these off a death ray. Um, I think we'll have one of the main characters get death raid. I think we have like Chris Pine get death raid. Resurrection thing. So we'll, well, no, we'll not do it. They got to succeed on DCs. So, okay. and I think, I think there's a clever way to do that. I don't know what it is sure, off the top of my head, but there's gotta be a way to visualize a death save. Sure. Um, whether it's some form of like CPR Ooh. or. I don't know. There's got to be a way to do it. I just can't There's think of it. There's a way to do it. Yeah. Somebody smarter than us can think of it. So I think if we visualize, you know, like him failing like a couple death saves, you know, or at least one, and then succeeding and just like barely coming back and then them healing him and he's fine at the end. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, I don't think we lean on the daughter because the daughter like ultimately like won the battle in this, the first movie. I think we still have her doing cool things. Like she's still got her little amulet that makes her invisible and stuff like that. But uh, I think we like just straight up lean into her being a rogue. Yeah. And so she's, no, got, go for it. you know, she's got a, she's learning how to like sneak and stab and throw daggers and stuff like that. I think that'd be really cool. Like Dagger. have her take out like the, the death ray eye. Oh man, you froze. So did you? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think we have her take out like the death ray eye after it hits hits her dad. Um. And then I think we give the killing blow to the druid. Okay. I think we have her. There was some love after the first movie. Yeah, I think we give her a moment of just like, like Super Saiyan mode, basically, where she just like just impales it with a bunch of vines and trees and stuff and just like zoosh, just murders yeah. it i love it just murders it um and then yeah our our team our team makes it out i think at some point there's probably a big fight where like our paladin can shine because he didn't really get to do a whole lot um i think we have him he i think maybe I had I had some monsters pulled up. Let's see, because I I want him to have an epic fight. All right, yeah. So I think at some point they run into a a, a chul, C H U U L, which is like a crab monster, looking creepy thing. Sure. It's a large abomination. Um. But it's like chaotic evil, and it's it's a it's a primeval like it's it's weird. It's really creepy looking, and so I think them like going through some underground caves, and like I think everybody just like slowly dropping, um, due to some kind of I don't know. We'll call it lair action or whatever. Like everyone just kind of keeps dropping for whatever reason. Yeah, and we'll have uh, we'll have our paladin. Like we need to show off how a paladin works and like divine intervention and so i think that'd be a good way to to do that like have like have him pray to whatever deity right that he's like aligned to and then have like just a god like so something happen right that allows him to just smite this thing horrifically yeah but those are the broad strokes those are the broad strokes I like it. I'm here for it. And then they, yeah, they they go home and they're like, God, I hope that doesn't happen again, right? Yeah. 
But I think, uh, yeah, I think that's just a real, you know. Now we're going to live our lives peacefully. Yeah. Until the next movie. Until the next movie where somebody else tries it and they get out and they get in San Francisco. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I just think, you know, you can you can do Jurassic Park, but with D&D monsters. Yeah. I think so, too. And it'd just be a, just a funny little romp. I like it. I'm here for it. So that's it. That's my pitch. I like it. Dungeons and Dragons, Jurassic Park. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, I got to preface preface my pitch here. Okay. When we were talking about this, and you're like, we're going to do a sequel to D&D. I don't know why I didn't think that you meant D&D Honor Among Thieves. So, I came up with a pitch for, like, another D&D movie. It was uh, your idea to do a sequel to this. Yeah, I know. I am never said I was bright. <laughs> so, I do have a D&D sequel movie. It's just not necessarily Honor Among Thieves. It's the same cast, though? Nope. Oh. Nope. So, essentially, whatever happened in that movie, that was great. And I... I I feel like it kind of works because there has never been a direct sequel to a D&D movie. Yeah, I mean, there were three Dungeons & Dragons movies that are technically sequels to each other, but the cast doesn't carry well, it over. Can take place in, it can take place in the same world. That's fine. Sure. In fact, it, it does because a lot of my stuff I mentioned is like, it, it have, there's like Neverwinter and Baldur's Gate there. Yeah, sure. And it takes place in the same world. So that, that, in my opinion, it works. I'm using a loophole. I know I'm using a loophole. But it is what it is. That's fine. Um, so I recasted everything. It's a different movie altogether. Okay. Um, and also, I wanted to make the D&D movie that I kind of wanted to see. Well, I mean, uh, at the same time, they don't necessarily have to use the same cast for the next movie. They could cast a whole new group of adventures. True, true. And we're going to go with that route. That, that, that's what they decided to do. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's D&D. Still the, yeah, still under the D&D monochrome. Yeah. It's still that. You know, you, I don't have it in here, but maybe, you know, Chris Pine character does show up at one point. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, it's like, I mean, Critical Role, I mean, they, they have new characters every campaign, so. Yeah. yeah. So that's what we're going with. Is sure. it a, it's a new movie, so it's a new campaign. Yeah, makes so perfect sense. new characters. Perfect sense. All right. Uh, so I also kind of um, uh, attributed a movie to this that you're going to get immediately because it's going to be blatantly obvious. Like, okay again like three seconds into this what i decided to do but i like what safe. i was doing with it huh <laughs> but safely <laughs> safely <laughs> i still that was the greatest way of ever be like dude it's jurassic park you're gonna go look at these monsters but safely, but safely. <laughs> um also i made mine really tropey and i know that the original D movie like the one from 2000 was like garbage and people hate it but you also gotta realize when that movie came out it was 2000 D&D was not in the mainstream in 2000. It was only like in the last 10 years it really started getting any type of real momentum and that's because of stuff like Rook Roll and Dimension 20 and Dungeons and Daddies and stuff like that. Yeah. So those shows have kind of brought it into the limelight. So we're going to start off at a bookstore and we're going to start off outside of a bookstore and the first image you're going to see is you're going to see this cloaked, gray cloaked figure, right? And he's standing across the street. You always see the back of him. And he's standing across the street looking at this bookstore, right? 
and there's a kid in there. Not, not a kid. We'll say like a teenager. He's in high school. Uh, oh, so is this like modern day? Modern day. Oh, okay. Modern day. Bear with me. It's going to make sense. So he's in like a Barnes and Noble right now, not like ye olde bookstore. Kind of. It's like we'll say it's a Barnes and Noble just for or a local sake, right? local bookshop. But but okay okay. He's at you. the local bookstore, the local comic shop, and he's browsing through the D and D selection, right? Because he's gonna he's running he's running a one shot or a campaign with his buddies, mm-hmm. and um. They're coming. They're seniors in high school, so they're about to graduate. Like it's like their senior break, and they're all about to like go to college and stuff like that. And it's all like the emotional time where they're like, "Oh, I know all your friends are gonna be leaving and whatnot and what have you." And maybe one of them's like, "Oh, the real jock dude." You know, the typical stereotypical like this group shouldn't be friends, but they are friends kind of thing. Right, like the Jumanji cast. (laughs) Right. Almost like this is where I got my inspiration from. Got it real quick, bud. <laughs> got it real quick. I... Safely. Safely. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he picks up this old tome kind of thing. And then the person's like, yeah, this was like an old edition kind of thing. Kind of, you know, work it into fifth edition if you needed to. You know, everything can be brought up to like modern standards if you need to. But it's a pretty cool story. Really classic one. He's like, oh, cool. So um, he buys it. He's just like, I'm going to go DM with my friends. And they all show up. There's four of them, four group of four friends. Uh, you got Liam, you got Danny, you got Jeff, and you got Matt. And they're all no-name actors. These are just like rando people, right? I don't care who they are, but they're all like there. And they're all playing. And as they start playing, they start to realize it's like rumbling and like the, the lights are going out. And then you cut off to like the street level like outside this kid's house like because it's, it's liam's there he's he's the main character and he's the one dming this thing um and it cuts out to like the the uh background like so his house and you see the cloak figure again but only the back of him he's like a gray cloak figure sure uh and then like you see that he's looking at the house again right um and then there's like rumbling and then there's like like i think it's like an earthquake because like everything's moving and then like Boom, like the lights go out, everything's dark, and they're like, ah! And <laughs> when they wake up, they're different people. Uh, one of them is a paladin. I left the paladin in there. Uh, that person's played by Amelia Clark. Okay. And that person is inhabited by Liam. So Liam's playing a girl, whatever. Um, the other person is a fighter. Danny becomes the fighter. Uh, and it's by Chris Hemsworth, who's outside the be is the fighter of course i wanted a big brolic boy as a fighter um i thought about making him a barbarian but i was like they did a barb and i don't want like two kind of like tanky kind of people there even though it doesn't really matter it doesn't but yeah Um, i have a monk jeff becomes the monk and that's played by donnie yen oh Uh, of course yeah because of course because why not (laughs) um and then i have a bard and the bard is uh matt becomes the bard and it's played by Kevin Hart because I think it'd be funny to have Kevin Hart dance around and sing songs all day. <laughs> it's also tied into the original Jumanji movie. <laughs> well, not the original one, but the, the, the remake. The, the remakes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. <laughs> anyway. I thought, I, I, so I did the ADHD thing, and that's how I like. I, I figured I was like, oh, this is Jumanji. Um, but like, I, I honestly, when you were, I was like, okay, so when you introduce characters, is it The Rock? Jack Black, no, Kevin Hart, no. and Karen Gillan. 
I almost made Jack Black the bard. I was, but like, I was like, that's a little good. It's on the nose. A little too on the nose making Jack Black the bard. Yeah. Even though I would have loved it. I was like, nah, Kevin Hart seems I like mean, he, I, I needed a funny person to be the bard. No, no. And I, I was like, I think it's perfect because Jack Black, you know damn well, it just would have been, it would have been an hour of ring like yeah, just, yeah. I don't need that. <laughs> I don't want I don't, that. I, don't I love Jack that. Black. Don't get me wrong. I don't want that in my D and D movie. No, because like I love School of Rock, but man, just play the guitar. So anyway, they've all inhabited these characters, and they don't know how to use any of their stuff, right? Obviously, because like I mean, they know certain the basics because they played Dungeons and Dragons, so they know like the Paladin has Divine Smite. Yeah. And that, like, the bard can give inspiration. Eldridge Blast. Yeah. Eldridge yeah. Blast. Yeah. No, no. Um, so, anyway, they're, they're like, oh, how do we get back? In, in D&D lore, it is established that there is different planes of existence. Like, it's nothing that, like, is, like, what do you mean there's another world? Like, there's different planes of existence. So, like, yeah. they go to Yield Local Tavern because that's what you do in Dungeons & Dragons campaigns. And they go searching for information. And they're told of an, a mystic wizard that can help them go to another plane of existence. So they, they track him down, or track them down, rather. Uh, and it's played by Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale plays this wizard lady. Okay. Um, and she's like, yeah, I'll absolutely help you. But in a hot get... British accent. Yeah, I don't know how to do a British accent. No, well, I, 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 no. I can do a poor one, but I'm not going to do that. No. <laughs> Um, All right, I'm gonna help you. No, you just went ahead and did it anyway. <laughs> but anyway, she's like, "Yeah, I have no problem helping you out." Slight problem though: the plane of existence that you're from is like locked behind this spell or whatever. Like, we don't go there to that place, and the only way you can do it is you have to get uh, a holy artifact. Um, so we're gonna have to go on a quest to get this holy artifact. And like, oh, cool where's the holy artifact at and they're like it's on mount ergandai and they're like i'm sorry what and they're like mount ergandai and it's like that sounds a lot like you're gonna die and it's like well it's not but it's, it's funny because everyone that goes there does die and i wanted to just be the stereotypical like it's a sunny day and they're like looking at everything and she's like it's over there and then the camera just turns and it's just like a volcano with lightning and it's, it's mount ergandai um so like, all right, well, I guess we gotta go to Mount Ergana to die. So <laughs> they 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 horse their way over there, and maybe they have to like fight a couple gnolls and whatnot on the sure. way over there. You know, like just some scrap, just some trash mobs and whatnot on their way over there, just to get you know to like they're learning how to use their abilities for whatnot. Like they kind of need to know what they're doing when they're gonna go into this this the Mount Ergana die thing. Um, <laughs> it's it's absurd. I know. I love it. <laughs> so they finally get there and from there the rest of the movie is pretty much just like really sick dungeon crawl and I put like a bunch of like tropes in there that I just want to see that are, that are really cool from like D&D stuff so like there's a lot of old like since it's in the Forgotten Realms or whatever the area is called um, that these movies take place in I think it's called the Forgotten Realms I think um, like there's like some old school like you know, maybe you see uh, Neverwinter in the background, and then you know they talk about Boris. It kind of did in the first movie, kind of did in Honor Among Thieves. Yeah. Um, then maybe you hear, you know, see some like you know, because Dritz is like a very big like 
character like he's like the rogue dude that like everybody like talks about when you talk about the forgotten realms is, is, is the rogue game he's a, he's a drow named drist um so maybe you see some artifacts from him or some statues of some other heroes throughout i don't know a lot about like the forgotten realms admittedly yeah um but you know there's, there's some, well, some dragon lance it's a what? D&D movie that you could just mix all kinds of like you could honestly just be yeah. like oh yeah if you go that way it's Tal'Dorei you know what I mean like yeah we're not but I don't see what you're saying yeah uh, and there's like oh look there's some Dragonlance stuff over here right. like there's some artwork for that yeah. or something like that you know what I mean um, and then you know I want them to like when they're going through all these fights and whatnot I want someone to like the bard to cast hideous laughter and somebody like laughs themselves to death like they laugh so hard they fall off a cliff and they die because yeah. I think that's that's what happens in D and D campaigns. Like, it is, <laughs> you know, you can hideous laughter somebody to death. Yeah, uh, it happens. Um, and then you know, oh, if there's one thing I've ever known is like there has to be a scene where there's like there's like lots of planning and they're arguing and whatnot. And I want to take up a good ten minute chunk of a whole movie of just them arguing and planning, and then immediately it falls to shit. Well, I mean that like the. Honor Among Thieves was essentially like, how do we take a four-hour planning session and make it into a movie? Because that's that's kind yeah. of what happened. They just planned the whole movie, and then like, it was like it didn't work out. And they were like, oh yeah, well we have like Plan A and B, and there's a C, but it's we don't want to go there. But like, like they just kind of did all three plans at once, and it was it was funny. Yeah. So anyway, they're fighting up the side of like they they go in the, the mountain. It's like volcano. There's like lava and stuff anywhere. Sure. And they're fighting stuff up the side. You know, like they fight like the, you know, the harpies and stuff like that, and whatever random again more just kind of like trash mobs as they're getting closer and understanding their abilities more and more and more. Um, and then you know like maybe at one point they like like hey what's over here and they like stumble down like a cliff and there's a beholder and they're like oh shit we need to run because it's a beholder. And that's what you're supposed to do when you find a car's beholder. You're not really supposed to fight it. You're supposed to run and scream like a little girl. And that's what they totally do. They just run around and they scream and they get away from it. Like it, again, it's just classic D and D tropes yeah. that I'm just throwing in here. That things I just want to see. Um, so anyway, they get to the, like the the big arching door and they're like, okay, the artifact could be behind here, right? So they go in. And by the way, Kate Beckinsale went with them. So she's part of the oh, okay, party cool, now. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Like, she was, she's there the whole time. Thank God. She's like the, the guide. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, they don't know what they're doing. She's the guide for all she's of this. She's the role of the paladin from yeah, Honor yeah. Among Thieves. Also, I want to point out that the dude in the gray cloak is kind of like the observer from Fringe, where he's just always kind of, if you're paying attention, you can kind of see a little gray dot right. like, in the background at any given point in time. I mean, like, he's just, watching and he's just observing right um and then at one point you see like he's really just a cloak you can't see any face but you do see like the little like sh- like band around his eyes like he can't see anything kind of thing uh and it's important to note that for later all right so they're fighting up they come to the big entrance and then you know they, they magic their way in because that's how D works and there's like a puzzle that they have to solve it's like this little pedestal there's like a dome on it, right? Mm-hmm. And they have to like kind of like move the pieces around to a certain level, and then it like clicks together, and then it opens. And in there is a D twenty, <laughs> and essentially uh, they have to roll to try to unlock the art the art the artifact. Oh, so, 
and each one of them can have a chance. And after five chances, if like, because there's five of them, each one of them have a chance to roll one time. And at the end of five, they like get dropped in the lava. It's, it's really what it boils down to. Like after after five chances, you're getting dropped in the lava. Yeah. So, uh, you know, really boils down to like two real rolls, but the other three, like somebody rolls like a, like a, a seventeen, and like the room flips vertically sideways, and they're like there's no gravity and they're like just like floating around. They have to try to figure out how to roll a dice in zero gravity. Uh, and then maybe and then one of them rolls like a six and then like, like it starts filling with water. So they have to try to figure out how to like plug the holes and stop the water. Just little kind of puzzles sure. like that. Um, so anyway, there's two people left. It's um, the fire Donnie N and then the Paladin Amelia Clark, by the way, they're just going by their real names too. Like when she's like, who are you? To Amelia Clark's character, she goes, um, "I'm Liam Jefferson or whatever his last right. name is," and they just they just refer to him as as Liam, you know, like he, like he, he could be like the Avatar thing where like he's Jake Soley, yeah, <laughs> he's Liam Jefferson or whatever, you know, like yeah. something that makes sense. Like anyway, um, so Liam has like the Will Wheaton disease where he always rose poorly. <laughs> so sure. he's like, I'm gonna defer it to you. I need to go last. This because I'm the last ditch effort. You know what I mean? You need to go and roll before me. So he rolls and he rolls a nat one. Oof. Ooh, yeah, big oof. So then like he's like, well, I don't know what that means. And the tower starts to shake and the walls fall down. And then out from like the lava comes this red dragon. Just it's a it's a dra it's a Dungeons and Dragons yeah. movie. It has I feel like it has to be a dragon as the final boss, you know sure. what I mean? So it, it's not like the fat red dragon from Honor Among Thieves. It no, is, it's like it's like like uh, it's like Thordak. Thordak, yeah, yeah. Like it is a badass red dragon, yeah. and it's blowing fire. And now they're fighting it, and like uh, they're like, "Roll! You got to roll! You got to you got to do your roll!" Like the only way we, there's no way we're gonna be able to beat this dragon. We're gonna barely survive this encounter. Like this is an elder dragon, like ancient elder dragon kind of stuff right here. So they're, they're having a fight, and then like it it knocks off the the d20 right and like you gotta go find it now to like in order to roll so like they're trying to battle and try to find this little tiny fragment amongst all the rubble and whatnot so Mila Clark's character finds it and she she rolls it but as she rolls it she gets like hit by the dragon so like it's like half roll half like throw kind of thing yeah and it, like but it still counts as a roll she still had it in her hand and she still let it go um so then you do like it's from the original Jumanji movie, really. But it like, is. you do the thing where like it's like bouncing yeah, off. Yeah, you of like stuff watch and, like, it in slow motion. motion. Yeah, yeah. But like stuff's still happening in real time. But like you, every once in a while, you just cut to like the dice bouncing down like a stair or something like that. Yeah. And like there's still bad, and it's going, it's getting worse and worse and worse. Like some of them are like knocked out. A lot of them have fire damage and whatnot. Kate Beckinsale is trying to do whatever healing she can, like maybe pouring healing potions down their throat and whatnot. And then, like. Amelia Clark's like all like out of breath and she like looks up and the dragon's like just like roaring right in front of her face, right? Like the kind of thing. And then that's when you go to the dice and it just slowly rolls over to a 20, right? And then boom, everything freezes. And then she's like, I don't know what's going on. And then from from <laughs> from behind her, right, you hear so, and then she turns around really slowly. And it's the it's a great cloak guy. Mm -hmm. and he takes off his hood, and even though he has the ba the bandana still on his side, it's clearly Matt Mercer. Mm -hmm. It is clearly Matt Mercer, and he says it because this is all I want to hear. 
he says, how do you want to do this? <laughs> and, <laughs> and then zoom, we, we, we cut back in to like, like the main faction and she's all powered up now. Right. It's so, like, she's dodging attacks and like, she starts running up the dragon and then she just like slices through and cuts the dragon's head off. Um, and then the dragon falls dead and into like the shut up Siri. <laughs> the dragon falls dead uh, into the lava. And then um, like inside the dragon itself was the artifact that they need. So they collect that and then they give it to Kate Beckinsale, who's like, that's right. I can send you back to your realm now or whatever, your plane of existence now with this. I have whatever this artifact is. I haven't really thought through what the artifact is. It's just um, it's just the MacGuffin of whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. just this big ball of light. That's what it is. It really yeah. doesn't matter what it is. It's a big ball of light. Sure. Um, and then she goes, I hope now you truly understand the power of friendship. And they all go back to the world and they make a pact every couple months go back and play D and D even though they're going off to college. And that's my pitch for my movie. Hey man, I like it. I'm a sucker for, want, I'm a sucker for a Jumanji movie, so I'm I'm here for it. Uh, so really I wanted was a I didn't want anything too serious. I wanted a fun action adventure movie at the end of it. And I really I'm gonna be real honest with you, I built that whole scene up just so I can have Matt Mercer at the end say, How do you want to do this? <laughs> Look because I feel like you have to have him. No, Look, I I know that there's other people on the Critical Role podcast or Critical Role. I love them all; they're all great people. But I started watching Critical Role for Matt Mercer, and I'm not saying he single handedly brought D and D to mainstream, but he had a big hand in it. So oh, I, feel I think like you yeah, have to include him. You have to. Yeah, I think I think all of them did really, but well, yeah, they all did. But but you know in terms saying? of like storytelling. I only knew who he was yeah. when I started watching the show. Same. No, I Matt Mercer brought D and D storytelling to to the mainstream. I think. Like, yeah. And, and, and Brendan. Um, I. Yeah. Uh, is right behind him. Yeah, he's he's great too. Right behind him. Yeah. So no, that's 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 great. And maybe you, you you pepper in like other cameos with Brennan Brennan or their other critical role cast members too. Maybe you have them in there. I'm not saying that they they can't be in there. I'm just saying like specifically the one scene that has to be in there is that one because I feel like it's it's the most crucial. I think my, I think the, the easiest way to do it would be to have um, the cast of Critical Role dressed up as their characters from like Vox Machina just sitting in the bar. Yeah, there you go. Maybe maybe like, like, oh, we ask them, but they're too busy drinking. Yeah, and then just just cut over to them just being drunk. Yeah, like I think I think that, most of the time yeah. anyway. I think it'd be funny. Yeah, I think it'd be funny. No, no. I, that's great. So yeah, not exactly the D and D sequel that like you had planned out, which is yours was really good by the way too. It had a lot more technical stuff in it than I did, which I which I appreciate. Yeah, but like like I said, I'm a sucker for like a. a like Jumanji or um, Zathura, mm-hmm. like the just like sucked into the Same. game. Like I love both those movies. So love them. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna make it. Uh, it's my my pitch, and I'm gonna do what I want to do. And I had dungeons and I had dragons, and I feel like that's all that really matters. Those are the two base requirements, I think. You know. Yep. So. so. But anyway, which one of us rolled a natural twenty on these pitches? 
you can let us know by joining our awesome Discord. Uh, Cody, I'm sure, has posted a link somewhere on here. Yeah, if you're uh, watching on YouTube, the links are all below. Um, if you're watching on... Um uh like spotify or uh watching listening on spotify or apple <laughs> podcast um sorry go find us on youtube <laughs> i don't know how to link stuff on those i don't think i can well whatever there is a discord go to some you kind of entertainment.net and yep, there's there. links there you can let us know which one of us had the better pitch maybe you thought we both rolled natural ones and you have a better pitch than we do let yeah. us know Hop you on the Discord. To, you want us to pitch something particular to section that too. And hey, while you're at it, Cody streams. I do. I do stream. I streamed today. I streamed uh, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Um, just today is Sunday, at yeah. the time of recording, which That's is recording. late. This is one day before you're listening to it. It's one day, yeah, before you listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Cody stream yesterday. If you're listening to it, the day it's released. Yeah, life happened. Um, yeah, I might be streaming right now. I don't know. Oh, who knows? Who anyway, knows. Anyway, let us know what you think, and uh, hey, make sure you like it, share it, subscribe, yep. tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell everybody. Let them all know. Um. Anyway, it looks like the elevator is fixed, my man. Yeah, I think we're I think we're good. I think we pitched, and uh, hopefully somebody caught it. You know, two uh, solid pitches. You yeah. Know? Hopefully somebody caught it. I like it. <laughs> all right, guys. Bye. Hey. How do you want to do this? Dude, I was like, how can I get it to where I can get Matt Mercer to say the words, how do you want to do this? And I was like, it has to be like a roll. Yeah. So that's why I was like, it has to be a D20 that the, like, they're doing, which I thought was a pretty cool idea anyway. Yeah, no, dude. I, that, that could look, the shot of the dice in Jumanji is great. So like. And it is. They just, uh, just doing it with a D20, even better. Even just a slow thing, maybe it's a natural one at first and then it slowly just rolls over to a 20. Yeah, I think it's great. That's yeah. great.